steps. Here I am, looking over the edge. Aunt Rosie and Mom are lowering the canoe by ropes down over the waterfall. Sam and I climb up and down until we have carried all the gear to the bottom. We are going to camp here, even though it's still early. Here's our shower. This is our kitchen. Aunt Rosie is the cook tonight. We are going to try the crayfish we caught, along with our chicken and rice. For dessert, Aunt Rosie showed us how to cook fruit stew and dumplings. This is the sink. You can stand right in it. The rocks make all the shelves and drain boards you need. We use the sand as scouring powder. Mom shows us some knots we can use to tie up the canoe and in putting up the tent. Two half hitches. One, pass the rope around a tree or stump. Two, with your left hand, hold the rope at the point where it crosses over the longer part of the rope. Three, with your right hand, reach through the loop for the short end of the rope. Pull the end through and tighten the loop. Four, repeat two and three. Fire. You don't need a bonfire to cook on. Aunt Rosie made this kind of fire. She kept it hot by adding small sticks. Dumplings. One cup dumpling pancake mix. Half a cup of water. Make a well in the mix. Pour in most of the water. Mix quickly. Use only enough water to make a dough as thick as soft ice cream. Lumps don't matter. Push little spoonfuls of dumpling onto the simmering fruit as fast as you can. Cover. Cook until the dumplings are just done, but not hard. About ten minutes. Fruit stew. Three handfuls of dried apricots or peaches. Honey or sugar to taste. About three cups of water. Add enough water to the plastic bag to cover the fruit. Do this when you first make camp. When you are ready to cook, put the fruit, all the water, and the sweetening in a pot. Cover and boil slowly. Stir often. Don't let the apricots burn. If water cooks away, add more. This fruit stew should be juicy. Cook till apricots are soft. About half an hour. P.S. Don't burn your tongues. We burned ours. Sam and I put up the tent by ourselves. Aunt Rosie told me to use the back of the axe head. Sam used a rock. It's hard to get the pegs in tight so they don't pull out. You have to pull the cords tight, too, so the tent won't be like an old balloon. And you have to tie a kind of knot you can untie easily. This is an extra roof called a fly. The tent cloth has to let in air, so by itself it can't be waterproof. After supper, we build up our fire and sit beside it. Mom tells us stories about the animals that like the nighttime. We watch the stars and the sparks of our fire going up to join them. Sam isn't much of a weather predictor, but the rain didn't bother us. We put up the tent so well, hardly a drop of water came through. In the morning, we sat up in our sleeping bags and ate crackers and raisins. Aunt Rosie made cocoa on the little camping stove. We set out on the river with all our things, even though it was pouring rain. I am shaking my paddle at the sky and yelling. Suddenly, as we came around this bend in the river, the sun came out through a hole in the clouds. 
a big rainbow spread across the sky. The rainbow faded away, and fish started to jump all around us. We got the fishing lines baited and into the water. Sam caught the first fish. Then I caught one. Then Aunt Rosie caught two in a row. Afterward, we spread out our things to dry on a sandy beach. What Mom and Aunt Rosie like to do best is take the canoe through fast-moving water. They can follow all the curves of the current. In the afternoon, we canoe without stopping. Sam and I paddle, too. We came to a place where the river spread out through a meadow. Grass grows right out of the water, and we canoed in the grass. It came up over our heads and hit us. Aunt Rosie put her hand over my mouth so I wouldn't frighten away the moose and her calf. But even so, when they got wind of us, they ran right back into the woods. When we discovered...